You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about how I believe that music production is a part of the songwriting process. Got a few reasons. I think it's a great topic to dive into as a ton of us out there are recording our own music, demoing our own stuff from our home studios or in other studios, and I feel like it is all a part of the same process. But before we do that, just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the CIS Podcast. We just celebrated over 8,000 total downloads, and that's just in about our first year. So that represents hundreds of hours, honestly, days and weeks of people listening and finding encouragement. So I'm excited for you to be a part of the journey, whether this is your very first episode or you're going backwards to the catalog, like I'm hearing more and more people do. Now, side note, if you are like me in your podcast consumption, maybe you see somebody post something about this particular episode or you find a particular episode, you're like, cool, I want to dig into that. And if you're like me, then you go back to the beginning and start going forward. So if that's you, we've got a lot of episodes for you. We have, I think this is our 63rd total episode on season three. So lots to dig into, so many great interviews, so many great solo episodes episodes and just it's all about you and helping you in your journey that's the purpose of this podcast is help christian and yours and songwriters just like you get songs heard and that comes through so many ways so i hope that you found encouragement and so excited to see what god continues to do in the second year and then 25 years from now who knows all of the amazing testimonies and stories because we've already heard so many so again thank you for being a part of that 8,000 downloads now let's jump into the content of why and how i believe that music production is a part of the songwriting process. So let's jump back to 2017, or actually let's jump back to, I don't know, the late 90s when I first started writing songs. And I've been writing songs for a long time. I should be a lot better than I am, but regardless, it feels like I hear even from the greatest songwriters in the world, they say like 99% of their songs are junk, and then the 1% is the stuff that's good. So Maybe we're all in that camp. I believe you're in that camp, and I'm in that camp too. So with that said, I was writing songs for the bands I was in, as various bands. I was in my own rock band for seven years. I was in a country band, wrote songs for that. I was in various church bands and church situations, so I wrote songs for that. Basically, whatever situation I found myself in in life is what I write songs to. Like when my daughter was first born, I used to do hip-hop parodies of songs like Ice Ice Baby. And before I had kids, I used to write rap parodies of For My Poodles. So like the classic, which you cannot find, but Pootie Got Low. Just imagine the possibilities of that little tidbit. So all that to say, songwriting for me has just been an extension of my life. Whatever I'm living through, whatever I'm going through, those are the type of songs that come out. Once we got to about 2017, I started going to Nashville. I started getting really serious about actually songwriting. And for me, the best way to actually write the songs was in Logic Pro X, where I started to kind of demo songs into the DAW, and that was really helping the process because I started producing music back in 2010 in GarageBand, and that was great, but that was primarily just for fun and just kind of random things I would do from here and there. And it was also in 2017, once I learned that there was a world, there was a career path, there was a possibility to actually make real impact with my music, that's when I started to dig in and trying to become more of a professional. Instead of just something I did in the side, I started getting intentional, started scheduling co-writes, and started doing that whole thing because there's that great quote from Jason Ingram that says, 
if you tell me you're a songwriter, show me your calendar and I'll tell you if you're a songwriter. And at first I was like, whoa, I'm definitely not a songwriter because I just randomly write when I feel inspired. So I just kind of took that as a big encouragement to start being intentional about co-writing. And in that process, just had a lot of songs and got a lot of encouragement and started to really dig in because I found that I was starting to able to fully realize these ideas that I had, these song ideas in logic. And then what I started to notice is that the songs became much more interesting once I was able to communicate them beyond just the work tape. And then even beyond that, when I was writing, I started to think about the production process in the writing process. Like, hey, if I went to this chord, maybe I could do this kind of synth patch or maybe this kind of drum pattern or this kind of syncopated thing could happen here once I get to the production phase. So then those became more and more closely related. And now, honestly, most of the time, I'm creating the track first and then top lining and writing to the track. Now, I talked to a lot of people about this and it might seem intimidating to do that, but when I first began doing this, I would just create like a simple pad and piano loop. It would just be like a, a regular kind of progression that I would just play and I would just loop it. It didn't have to be this full blown kind of full on production thing. It was just to kind of get an idea and to get that vibe because I feel like the production process is so important, especially now in more modern music. It's all about the vibe because think about it. The vibe is basically what separates your song from all the other songs, because we're all playing the same basic chords, similar progressions, similar notes. So if it's just acoustic guitar or piano, we're all doing the exact same thing. Of course, the vocal will make it different. But when it comes down to the production, the track side of it, that's where it really kind of gets unique, especially yours in the process. So, you know, whether I'm writing for a sync placement or writing for my own release or working on an artist's track, it's the production process is really important to actually making the track its own thing and making the song special and unique. And now at this point, to quote another legendary guy, Matt Redman says that he doesn't feel like the song is done until it's recorded. And I fully agree with him on that because think about it. You might make some melody changes. You might make some different moves right at the end, right in the recording process. And two, no one's really heard the song until it's the recorded version, which I feel like that's when the song's complete. It starts at the work tape. It's Well, it really starts with that spark of inspiration, whether in a co-write or if it's something that just kind of comes to you. But the song is finished once it's recorded. So I wanted to walk through a few things that I think is really important and valuable to how production is a part of the songwriting process. And two, don't let this be discouraging if you're not a producer yourself because you could definitely be writing and working with people that create tracks and that will help you. But even beyond that, it's so simple. If you have a computer, especially if you have a Mac computer, you already have GarageBand right now because it comes with every single Mac. And if you have a, a Windows machine, you can get a DAW like Reaper for free which has built-in sounds and samples in it. And you can actually start creating the simple piano loops I'm talking about just a minute ago yourself. You don't have to be a producer, but guess what? Nobody starts off as a producer. You just keep making stuff. And then next thing you know, you're a producer. Nobody called me a producer until 2017. And that was the first time I even considered myself that. And now I'm full-time professional music production is what I do all week long. So not that that's everybody's path. I understand that, but don't let the idea of not knowing how to do it be a hindrance to you because that's exactly why I created my course, my music production course, Logic Products for Artists and Songwriters, which walks you through every single step of the process from that beginning work tape 
to all the way to the finished master. And of course, we go through piano tracking and drum tracking, all of the things. If you're interested in that, you can click the link below. You can go check out the page on that. And I, I really created this to help you because I know that so many people out there want to be able to produce music. They don't know how to start, where to begin. This process is me literally recording my song, Highest Praise, from start to finish, walking through every step of the process. It's five hours of video. Everything's cut up into sections, just the way that I do it. So I created it to help you. So go check that out and let's jump into why I think production is a part of the songwriting process. Okay, so I think the first thing is the most obvious, I kind of mentioned it a minute ago, but the production is what communicates the vibe of the song. Again, if we all recorded just acoustic guitar work tapes or just played our piano vocals, the vocal itself would definitely make it and the different sounds of the instruments, of course, would help it stand out, but primarily it would kind of sound like everything is the same. The track is where the things start to get much more unique and tailored to you and your artistry because you might want to create super high energy dance songs and that all comes down to the production. Without production, I mean, I'm sure that it happens, but I'm sure I would think that most EDM pop tracks are kind of written starting with the track and then the vocalist and team will come in and co-write and top line to the track. So even though every song does not need to start with a track, I think that it can really communicate the idea and the feeling behind the song. And it could just be a demo version. It doesn't have to be the finished master, but especially if you're wanting to pitch songs to artists, you want them to kind of have a clear idea of the direction, the idea. And the best way to do that is to do that through a track because it will give them the elements. They won't kind of have to fill it in. And it's absolutely a part of the process because without it, like I said, it would just be a basic work tape, which is totally great. But the track will definitely help show people the vision for the song and where you think it should go and end up. That's why I feel like production is such an important part of the songwriting process. So the second thing is that once we hit record, that's when the song is done. Just like I said in the intro, there might be changes that come in the studio, in the recording process that weren't in the original writing. I know for me personally, I've sometimes I've changed the keys of songs. Sometimes I'll tweak the melody ideas. And sometimes, and honestly, a lot of times I'll think of counter melodies because until I could hear the entire work, I didn't know what space I could fill. And I'll write other melody parts, whether instrumentally or vocally, that really kind of help solidify and give the track more excitement and take it, the listener more of a journey than just the basic melody that came up with first. And that stuff doesn't happen until the track is in progress because you have the most basic version to start out. And it can even come down to those melody changes, like the lead main melody parts. There might be a fresh inspiration that kind of jumps up in the recording process and that can end up being on the recorded version. You could write a song months, weeks, years earlier, but until you hit record and you're kind of in that zone, new things could kind of come out and that is because you're you're creating. And all of that, obviously it's a part of the songwriting process. If you're still tweaking melodies and things, that's all a part of the songwriting process that's within the production phase of the process. And this kind of points to the vibe idea a little bit, but I feel like the production is where the emotion is communicated most. Because again, like I said, if it's just acoustic guitar and piano. Yes, that's great. You can absolutely do amazing things with emotional response in that way. But I feel like it's in the production phase. The track is really communicating the emotion. Maybe that's coming through the vocalist. In a lot of cases, that's the main catalyst for it. But the music bed behind it is giving so much emotion. It's taking the listener where you want them to go. And that's communicated through the patches you use, whether it's strings, you know, there's a million different types of strings you could be using, piano sounds, drum sounds, you could use giant 
epic war war sounds, or he could use small kind of percussion sounds, shakers and tambourines, or a combination of all of those things. You know, what kind of guitar tone are you using? Are you using clean guitars, heavy guitars? Are you just using acoustic guitars? There's so many different variations that come in the production phase, but those all kind of communicate the emotion of the song. Because if you're using like a distorted bass guitar, but you have it underneath a really fragile head voice it may be a weird blend who knows it might be a really cool way to actually do a new sound but those things are working together and you can't really find those things can't really realize those things until you're in the production phase which is exactly still in my opinion all a part of the writing process because those tones and those timbres that are informing the listener of the emotion of the song is the song because think about it like this when somebody hears your song for the first time all of the work, all of the writing process, whatever it took to get there, they're just getting the end result of that. It's coming through the speakers. And that's it. They're not really thinking about what kind of plugins did they use? Or, wow, I wonder what kind of melody that is. Or who sang those harmonies? Or whatever it might be. They're just taking it all in. And the more that it fits together, the more prosody the song has from the all of the elements from the melodies to the track to the lyrics as those things come together that is what will impact the listener and obviously that's all one thing that starts in the songwriting process so yeah i really feel like production especially now is is doing a huge part of communicating the emotion of the song so again those are the four things that i wanted to point to of how i feel the production is a part of the songwriting process now like i said production might seem overwhelming to you might be just too much to even comprehend, but I mentioned the course. If that's something you're interested in, click the link below and check that out. If you have any questions, just let me know. Also, I release content based on production all the time. At least twice a month, I'm releasing one of our QPT videos, which stands for Quick Production Tip. I try to take something that I do every day in the studio and just help share that, at least my approach to it, to help you on your way. Because, you know, I've been on YouTube, I've spent a lot of hours on YouTube, and I still do this all the time, honestly. But it can be difficult to kind of figure out where to start or what to do first, because there's all these advanced techniques, and you're like, I just want to be able to hear my song in time and recording. So my last video was on acoustic guitar recording, you know, something super simple that everybody could give a good foundation to and getting good sound recordings from home. Like I said, if you have an Apple computer, you already have GarageBand. And if you have a Windows machine, you can get a free DAW like Reaper, which that will kind of get you started. And don't don't have to think of it like you need to be able to create these full productions from the beginning. Just make a piano loop. There's tons of piano loops built into GarageBand. You can just drag and drop and write to that just to get into the habit of it. And too, if you're not used to doing that, it could really release some fresh inspiration. I know for me, I've written songs that I would never write if I didn't write to a track. Like for instance, the intro for this podcast is from my song, Nobody, which I wrote back in 2017. And I just wrote the track. I wanted to write like a, a fun dance track because I never had really done that a ton before then. And then I was so inspired by the track. I just wrote the rest of the song. Now I had been producing for, for years before that. So that wasn't my first go with doing that. But now, like I said, I do it most of the time, especially 
when I'm working on songs for film and TV, because those turnaround times are so fast that I'll get a reference track. I'll just kind of make the track. And as I'm doing it, that's when I'll start to get the ideas. But then once I get the basic track together, then I'll kind of write to it, the top line, the melody and the lyrics, because now I'm already trying to move towards a certain vibe. And like I said, you know, the, the track is the vibe of the song communicates the vibe. So then I kind of know what I'm after with my target, with my reference, and then I'll write to that. So then I'm already so far ahead. It really Really helps save time in that instance, but also, you know, I bring track ideas to co-writes often based on, I usually ask my co-writers like what songs are moving them. So that kind of gives me a basic idea of kind of where they are inspiration wise musically. And then I'll bring something to the table that way that will help hopefully jumpstart that process to where we're not trying to dig and figure out, you know, what we should do or whatever. And that's cool too. Cause you know, there's no wrong way to co-write, but like I know for me, I just really like that and it speeds up the demo process too, which is really helpful. So I hope that that all makes sense. Again, click the link below, check out Logic Perks for artists and songwriters. And if you don't want to jump to the whole course right now, I have Record Your Vocals Like a Pro, which is the vocal module of the course, but it's totally free if you want to check that out. It's at brianbalvermusic.com slash record your vocals like a pro. I'll link it below as well. Totally free to check that out. It's a few videos that will help jumpstart you and get you recording the best vocals you ever have from your home studio. So grab that, check out the course. If you have any questions, just let me know. Excited. Thanks for listening again, celebrating 8,000 downloads and just believing God's going to just explode that number by next year. We're, we're predicting at least 10,000 downloads by the end of the year, 2021. Super excited about that. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you next Friday at 5 a.m. Eastern. We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome. It means so much to us and we would really appreciate it.